Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation? Where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground. Cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Yeah, I, had, I think I had the best possible upbringing a person can have, which is good parents and no money. I didn't get famous or rich young, which I also thank the, the Lord for. I think a, a lot of these people who get famous online quite early, I think they miss out a lot of life. It's uh, not real life. It's not real life. It's not real life. No, I had real jobs and I did real things and I was really broke and I was really on the bus and really trying to pay rent and doing real stuff for a long time. I, I love that you say that because I always say I'm not rich. I'm a poor man with a lot of money. I always used to say that and I don't want to brag or anything, but just because I get asked this question a lot. I've been extremely successful. I have hundreds of millions of dollars. In fact, I think our last valuation across everything we own was almost that beat now so we're doing very very yeah i'm a i'm a billionaire top g's a billionaire so we're doing extremely well that's the first thing the second thing it's actually it's great that you say that because i completely agree because if you're born with everything if you're born with all this money that you have no aspiration nothing to actually to crap grasp onto and trying to achieve then money doesn't make you happy but then you can analyze this from another angle right we were just talking earlier, we can always pivot back to who the matrix are, who's in charge. So let me ask you. Do you, you have somebody that well, you... well, let me ask you a question. Okay, go ahead. If you're born into a dynasty, let's say a banking dynasty, and you're born a billionaire, and you have everything you've ever wanted ever, and money has absolutely no value at all, mm. and a brand new Ferrari doesn't mean a thing. You could buy one every 10 minutes for the rest of your life, and money doesn't make you happy. What's the one thing that's going to make you happy? Controlling others. Controlling others. Power. Yeah. Ego. So then you sit there and start looking at things. Because going, games become real. Absolutely. Yeah. So now you're like, okay, well, money doesn't satisfy me. What makes me feel important? Especially if you're going to add in. Let's add in another angle to it. Let's imagine you falsely believe, because it is falsely, that you're somehow genetically better than others. You're from this lineage. You're better than the other people. And the other people, the serfs and peasants, are struggling for money. And you have unlimited money because you're so smart. And your family's always been so smart. You'll have haughty eyes. Yeah. So then you're going to sit there and go, well, why did they make people put on a mask when they walked in the restaurant and take the mask off to eat and then put it on to go to the toilet and then take it off to eat and then put it back on? Because I haven't, I haven't. I'll tell you why, because it's funny. You think it's just people. because it's funny? Because it's an ego. Because it's ego. I thought it was power. a test to see how far they could push them. Compliance tests. Yeah. Which is the same thing. So when you really understand that people who are in charge of the world are completely, like you said, broken, there are broken people. Money can't satisfy them. People said, uh, I keep referencing COVID, and I do that because it was something tangible that everybody lived through. That's a very easy one well, to they, reference. It's, it, this is actually, it, it's a bad thing that could work in your favor because now they can relate to you. Yeah. Deep. When I was saying during COVID about the Matrix, everyone called me crazy. And by the end of COVID, a lot of people were like, Andrew, yeah. you nailed it, day one. Because I don't think many people understand, because I wasn't nearly as famous then, but the videos exist on the internet. Me and my brother were the kings of COVID. 
Everyone else now understands it was garbage. Everyone else talks tough. Everyone else has their story about how they went out. They talk now. But you're tough now. On day one of COVID, day one, when they still had the people falling over in the street in China. And what was that? That video? Yeah. They're just running in the street and dropping dead? Yep. When the Italian hospital was overrun, day one, my brother and I sat down and had a conversation in our war room, our cigar lounge, which is very similar to this. We sit down and said, if this disease will kill people like you and I, military-aged males, then the world is over. It's zombie apocalypse. So what are we going to do? And we sat there and decided whether we should hide as long as possible or we just go out all guns blazing. So we decided to go out all guns blazing like heroes. This is all documented. It's on video. And day one of COVID, when everyone else was afraid, we flew to Sweden because it was the only open country. And we spent the next four months. Ironic. Yeah. Because who lives in Sweden? Very strange. We spent the last next four months in Stockholm in six nights a week in nightclubs with Swedish chicks partying while the rest of the world was locked in their house. Nobody talks about this. Nobody talks about the fact that Sweden was open, no restrictions, you could do whatever you wanted, nightclubs were open, everyone was partying, everyone else was locked up, not allowed to go to funerals. We were literally in parties all day, every day. And didn't even get sick, didn't even get a cold. And it was cold outside, didn't even get the sniffles. So we, we beat COVID, we won COVID early. So even after this experience, for the next two years of COVID, I'm trying to scream at people, listen, wake up. And like, oh, they wouldn't just put it on the news. They wouldn't just lie to us and try and scare us all for no reason until you understand the good and evil in the world and you understand that's how the devil actually operates. But the point I was going to make earlier about talking about how these people are broken and money doesn't satisfy them, people often say, ah, COVID was just for money. And I say, that's actually a very optimistic view of the world. It wasn't just for money. It was for something far worse. They have money. They have, they print money. Money is not real. It's not real. They just print it. It's not real. Fair. Please continue. Yeah, so, so money's not real. And I say that to people. They so go, it's not about money. No, it's not about money. So what's it about? It's about power and control. Yeah. Because when you get to a certain level of wealth, and I'll talk from my own personal experience, I want people to understand I come from the lowest possible socioeconomic background. I come from a single mother household. My father and mother broke up when I was nine. I lived in Luton, England, which is the worst town in England. I grew up in, and went to a school with a 3% pass rate. Everyone around me was stabbing each other and selling drugs. I thought you said your father was... One of the best fathers you've ever had. He, he was. But my mother and father broke up and he stayed in America and I moved to England. And he wasn't financially successful, but he taught me other lessons. Gotcha. And I'm glad he didn't give me money because I think that a harsh upbringing and a harsh life makes a man a man. I don't think you learn a lesson any other way. Mm. But I come from the absolute bottom. And now I'm up at a position where we have a very large empire, a lot of its shadow. Most people don't know what it is, but even our overt things, even our university and things that are online are turning over 15, $20 million a week. So we're doing crazy sums of money. So I've been from the absolute bottom to the absolute top. I've seen it all. And once you get past a certain level of wealth, once you get past Same. a certain level of money, yeah, but then you re- then you understand what money is, right? So we say about money not being real. Money's not real from a governmental perspective because they just print it, it's nothing. But money is truthfully the stored time and energy of other people. If you have money, you have stored time and energy of other humans. Because people are hourly rates. That's right. Because I can take that money and make someone else use their time and energy for X things. If, if I'm going to come along and say, you're no longer my slave. As my slave, you had to work for, for a house and a car. You're no longer my slave. In slavery, let's look, let's actually look at slavery. Slavery so, began that way. Yeah. And slavery said, you work on my plantation. I give you somewhere to eat. Or I'll give you my daughter. Yeah. This give, is- you're going to work for me. I'm going to give you a house and I'm going to give you food. And you're going to stay here and you're going to work. Slavery is abolished. So now what do we do? You're going to work for me. I'm going to give you that. I'm going to give you some money. And that money is enough to only buy you a house and some food. We've just put money in the middle. Now, if I can make you do whatever I want for money and I can print as much money as I want, you're my slave because I can print it from the sky and you need it to live. 
So you are my slave. Money's not real. So I have all of this money. I have to store time and energy of other humans. And once you get past a certain level of wealth, you understand, which ties back to COVID, that you're not interested in money. What you're interested in is people. It's always been about having good people around you. You want a beautiful, doting, loving woman who's obsessed with you. You want good brothers who will stand by you and make you motivated. You want bodyguards who are going to protect you. You want, you want people. And then you want to look at it further down the rabbit hole. You want to get more sinister. If you've been born into a lineage or a dynasty or the people who control the world, you want people, you want robot people. You don't want to be spoken to disrespectfully. In your empire, in your podcast empire, right? You now have a podcast. Would you allow a member of staff to come along and say, this is bullshit. I don't like how you do this. This is shit. I don't, you're shit. Or no. would you fire him? I don't know if I would fire them. I would tr- first try to teach them how to behave. And if they didn't listen, they're out. Or, absolutely. So let's imagine you ran a country. And then, then let's imagine there's this guy called Top G who sits down there and becomes the most Googled man in the world for telling the world that, that COVID. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The lie. And you're making everybody run around and do everything you say. You're going to allow that person to get away with it? And now you start to understand, ah, that's how the Matrix operates. So... The people who are broken raised on money are so obsessed with power and control, which is, which explains a lot of the society we're in because they don't look up to God. These people think they are God. So that's, that's the biggest fault. And, and they're trying to make robots of us all. They're trying to enslave us. They don't, and they lack, absolutely lack perspicacity. And then you go further down the rabbit hole because like I said, there's layers to the rabbit hole. How, I don't know how Alex Jones you want me to go, but he's right about go a lot. all the way. He's right about a lot of things. So you're an Alex Jones fan. I, I like a lot of the things he says. And I'm not saying I agree with everything he says, but a lot of the things he says have been proven to be absolutely true. You know, you say conspiracy theorist. Nowadays, that just means you're ahead of the curve, unfortunately. And Alex was talking about, and a lot of other people talking about, and there's a lot of text which talks about the fact that the people who are in charge of the world, they believe that as AI improves, a huge percentage of the planet are going to become useless ears. They don't need you anymore. As it stands right now, most people are so uninteresting and so unremarkable that you could replace them online with a chat GPT ball and you wouldn't really notice. Genuinely, that's how boring most humans are. If you're special and remarkable and unique and you're famous or you do whatever, that's different. But most people you could replace with chat GPT by text, you wouldn't even notice. And that is a free application, which is brand new. Imagine we're going to be in 20 years from now. So we start talking about useless eaters. This has been discussed by very important, very powerful people at length. The same people who are trying to give you the vaccine are talking about the fact that the population of the earth needs to decline. Why do they, why do we need, they say it, Bill Gates says it. Why do we need to get rid of people? Well, machines will do it. So why do we need people sitting around who have hopes, dreams, aspirations? They want health care. They want safety, security, children, all of this garbage. We just need somebody to do X job and a machine can do X job. So what do we need these people for? Well, yeah, because have you ever asked ChatGPT to write a movie like that? Bro, it's better than anything you've seen in Hollywood in a long time. There's no woke bullshit. It's not about me. It's not, even, it's not about me trying to be the Superman because I'm not that arrogant. I, it's just about me understanding what I know is going to happen. And feeling like if God has given me a platform which people listen to me, I should at least tell the truth of what's going to happen. Okay. When I'm sitting there and saying to men, look, life as a man is shit. It's always been shit. It's never been good. 
When men wake up and say, I'm depressed and life is hard and I'm sad and I'm struggling right now, I say, okay, throughout history, men have always struggled. Happiness is for children and women. Name a time in history it was better to be a man. Was it better to be a man in World War II? Was it better to be a man on the Titanic? Was it better to be a man in the Napoleonic Wars? Was it better to be a man when you were sitting in Vienna and the Mongol horde arrived, ready to decapitate any male and enslave all the females? When's it ever been good to be a man? Building the pyramids, was that fun? It's always sucked. The only time being a man ever is good is if you become an exceptional man, which is even something feminists admit. Because feminists sit and complain about men and say, well, men have this, men have that. But they're talking about 2% of men. They, Fascinating. They don't talk about all men. They say men have the best jobs. 2% of men have the best jobs. Most men carry trash. So you're talking crap. So everyone accepts that the best possible human experience that exists is to top 2% of men. Anything below that sucks as a man. You're better off being a chick. So what I say to men is, look, life's hard. It's always going to be hard. It's always going to suck. It always has. The only way to get out is to become excellent and perform at a level where your echelon is so high that you get to live this brand new experience. You need to become strong and smart and interesting and charismatic. You need to become rich, powerful, well-known, connected. You need to do it. But could all men do that? No. So, okay. But I have to tell them the truth. When okay. people come along to me and say, my life's shit, and I look at them and go, yes. When I say rich, I teach financials because I think financials are important. It's a you, tool. It's a tool, and you have a responsibility to take care of your family. So I, I think that as a man, your happiness comes from feeling respected over feeling loved. And the reason perhaps you're happy now is because you have more respect for yourself because of the decisions you're making and Amen. you have self-respect. Yeah. And I think that a lot of men, even if they have self-respect, if nobody else respects them, mm. they're struggling. I think male depression can be fixed with respect. I want to tap into depression. What's yeah. your thoughts on that? I, I think that it's massively overdiagnosed. Mm -hmm. I say depression isn't real because I speak in absolutes. I think the idea of feeling depressed is real. I don't feel the, I, I don't feel like it's a clinical disease that you catch from the sky and it can't be fixed. I feel like depression is feedback, pain is feedback, and your mind and body is telling you something must change. And if you make those changes, you will feel happier. I don't buy into the idea that it is a disease. I think it's situational and you must change your situation and your actions and your decisions to feel better. And that's why I say it's not real. It's not a disease. It's so interesting you say this because when I say depression isn't real and it's situational and you have to change your situation to feel better, people often come back to me and say, well, what about celebrities? Because celebrities live perfect lives and they kill themselves. And I, ar I argue that with the exact point you made because a celebrity sits there, Robin Williams, I'm depressed. And instead of people sitting down with them and saying, Robin, let's shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. You, you, you're, you're as famous as you can get. You live the most privileged life you can live. You can have a 19 year old girlfriend tomorrow. Let's find out what's making you sad. Let's go on safari. Let's see some tigers. Or get rid of the shit that's making you depressed. Completely. There's no attack towards making progress. There's just trying to take the easy way out. One, right. labeling myself. Yep. Sorry guys. I can't do it today. I have anxiety yep. or I have depression. Yep. Now, mind you, there might be some people out there that actually wake up and they have a lot of things on them. I think you need to find God. Oh, absolutely. That's it. Nobody's going to care about you more than you. Nobody. Nobody's, nobody's going to wake up each morning and go, you know what? Andrew Tate only has 53 cars. He needs a 54th car. I'm going to get up and I'm going to work hard and buy him a car. No, no. That's my job. It Did your money make you happier or did it cause you more anxiety? Okay. That's a really interesting question, which we'll talk about actually. But everything you said about depression is super true. And, and 
Robin Williams, his mistake is that he went to a therapist who confirmed his bias, confirmed he's depressed. They then sat there and talked about being depressed three times a week for two hours a day. Then they put him on mind-altering drugs to make him feel better. And after nine years of therapy, he jumped off a building. If I were to take mind-altering drugs and talk about being sad all day every day, I'd probably jump off a building too. So it's absolutely the wrong thing you can do. And I want to make a point here because when I talk about depression, people always defend it. I said this, I was having a conversation with some, I don't believe in things that take away power from me. I don't care if depression is real. I don't care if I'm wrong. I don't believe in something that takes away power from me because I can't become depressed if I don't believe in depression. And that allows me to shield my mind from the idea of being a depressed person. I can feel depressed temporarily, but I can never become a depressed person because it doesn't exist. You can lock me in a Romanian jail cell for 93 days with cockroaches. I will not be depressed. I will feel a little bit sad, of course, but I will never become a depressed person because I don't believe in it. And when I say this, depressed people are like, no, depression's real, it's ruined my life, it's taken everything from me, depression's real, depression's real. I said, you sound like it's promotional team. You it sound like, like it's PR their God. team. It's their God. You're They're worshiping it. You're worshiping it because it gives you a cure-all excuse for your monumental failures as opposed to waking up and going, you know what? Maybe I'm a fuck up. Nothing to do with depression. Maybe I've just been fucking up. Maybe depression isn't real and I've just been fucking up and I should fix a few of these things. What have I been reaping? Absolutely. And you'd be amazed how depression will lose power over your life and lose its ability to destroy your life if you stop giving it so much respect and just wake up and say, let me fix X, Y, and Z. What can I do? Let me Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.